Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading 2 Corinthians chapter 12 from the Jesus Bible NIV edition. Then we'll review key takeaways and we'll end our session with a short prayer. So let's go ahead and get started. Paul's vision and his thorn. I must go on boasting, although there's nothing to be gained. I will go on to visions and revelations from the Lord. I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago was caught up to the third heaven. Whether it was in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows. And I know that this man, whether in the body or apart from the body, I do not know, but God knows, was caught up to paradise and heard inexpressible things, things that no one is permitted to tell. I will boast about a man like that, but I will not boast about myself, except about my weaknesses. Even if I should choose to boast, I would not be a fool, because I would be speaking the truth. But I refrain so no one will think more of me than is warranted by what I do or say, or because of these surpassingly great revelations. Therefore, in order to keep me from becoming conceited, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan, to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me, but he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, that for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecution, in difficulties. But when I am weak, then I am strong. Paul's concern for the Corinthians. I have made a fool of myself, but you drove me to it. I ought to have been commended by you, for I am not in the least inferior to the super apostles, even though I am nothing. Persevered in demonstrating among you the marks of a true apostle, including signs, wonders, and miracles. How were you inferior to the other churches, except that I was never a burden to you? Forgive me this wrong. Now I am ready to visit you for the third time. And I will not be a burden to you, because what I want is not your possessions, but you. After all, children should not have to save up for their parents, but parents for their children. So I will, will gladly spend for you everything I have, and expend myself as well. If I love you more, will you love me less? But that, as it may, I have not been a burden to you. Yet, crafty fellow that I am, I caught you by trickery. Did I exploit you? Through any of the men I sent you, I urged Titus to go to you, and I sent our brothers with him. Titus did not exploit you, did he? Did we not walk in the same footsteps by the same spirit? Have you been thinking all along that we have been defending ourselves to you? We have been speaking in the sight of God as those in Christ, and everything we do, dear friends, is for your strengthening. For I am afraid that when I come, I may not find you as I want you to be, and you may not find me as you want me to be. I fear that there may be discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, slander, gossip, arrogance, and disorder. I am afraid that when I can come again, my God will humble me before you, and I will be grieved over many who have sinned earlier and have not repented of the impurity, sexual sin, and debauchery in which they have indulged. This is the end of the reading. So let's quickly look at what Paul is trying to tell us here. Paul talks about the thorn that God has placed, and he calls it Satan's messenger. We know that from other uh, writings of Paul 
there's a hint that this thorn may be, the weakness that he's talking about, may be related to his vision. We don't know for sure, but it's some physical disability ailment that is constantly tormenting him um, that he now realizes or believes is just um, God's way to keep him humble because he has such um, pedigree and such experiences in, in, in the spiritual nature that that's God's way of keeping him, reminding him that it's not through him, but through God's strength. And therefore, Paul's weakness becomes his strength. And then he talks about the church of Corinth, um, telling them that they have not done anything to support him, and he has never asked for anything. And so therefore, uh, to compare him to those false, uh, what they consider super apostles, and that they, what they really want is to deter them from their spiritual walk and their path towards God, and instead drive them to sin and to connect to the sinful nature, as opposed to Paul, who has never asked for anything, but has given them everything. So with this, let us end in a short prayer. Um, Father God, we thank you that you have given us so much wisdom, Lord. We thank you through your words that you have shown us the purpose of our life in this, in this, in this world, that it is not through our strength, Lord, that we worship you, that we glorify you. It is really through our weakness. When we are in our lowest point, we, at that point, are to surrender it all to you, Father, so that the Holy Spirit may enter and may strengthen us so that your work and your true nature may be revealed in your work. Lord, we ask that the Holy Spirit come upon us and that it be manifested through us in our works, in our actions towards our brothers and sisters. Um, dear Lord, we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of 2 Corinthians chapter 12. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.